my corona. I wanted to do one of these because I've loved hearing the others and because I'm here and I matter, but I'm not really sure what to say. My corona hit me a bit like the first time motherhood. Isolation, anxiety, fear, information overload, the highest highs and the lowest lows, often minute by minute. I could tell you about the time I took in a stranger because he had nowhere to go and within two days of him living here the toilet broke and we all had to share a bucket. Or the time I heard someone say, get your affairs in order and I obsessed about what would happen to my daughter if I died. I called her dad and made him promise to keep in touch with my friends because they knew I was fun before I turned into stressed out mum. I could tell you about the jar-ache inducing tension of juggling work with homeschooling and caring for two other households about the worry for my relatives who live abroad, who I could do absolutely nothing for. I could tell you about the guilt, the constant guilt, for not picking up tasks from the volunteer app I signed up to, or for not calling Auntie Sue's for the third week running, or the guilt for refusing to play nursery for the thousandth time this week, or the absolute rage I've felt by the blazing injustice that the virus has shown a light on, the women's load, violence against women, BME and really poor communities being hit the hardest. But instead, I think I want to focus on the beauty, the random acts of kindness, the rainbows and the butterflies, the stranger neighbours who are now our friends, and the hope for a new normal, where low-paid workers are valued for their worth and graft, where people think about the human race and not the rat race, where personal gain is outshone by mutual aid. Because I can't wait to get back to normal, but here's our chance to redefine what that normal is. This kicked off, and then you well, weren't well, which you're not, worried not about. Not the, the bug, something similar, but doctor were concerned about it, you so... You COPD, where you were with asbestos, and yeah. and you've had it before, but this time it was worse than ever. It just went worse, oh, you know, right. it, what a time to go worse, you know. <laughs> she was virtually phoning, and, every, you know, ambulance and everything. Well, I run 111. Yeah. And I was on the phone for two and a half hours, and you turned round and said don't bother, I'll ring the doctor in the morning. And then he couldn't lie down, he couldn't sit up, he couldn't do nothing. So that were a panic, panic. The doctor, they've been good, because four, four times he's rang to make sure he's all right. All in all, that were about three weeks, weren't it? Mm. So then we had to get back on with this. Then we'd kept just myself and Gordon have been down, because obviously nobody could come down. So this were our like, little private garden centre, if you will. Because nobody were coming down and we got all these beds spare. By that time I got so much, it was coming out my ears, all this planting, because I just carried on and on and on and on. There's nothing else to do. So we've taken these five beds for the community and we're growing cabbage, collie, broccoli, onions, sweet corn. We're not on with this allergy yet, are we? No. This will knock people, this good and proper. Some people might lose their jobs and it's unfortunate times and what can we do? There's nothing we can do about it. It's just good that there's just been us two and we're together all the time, so there's no separation or anything like that. We're retired anyway, so we just do things, you know, so we don't worry about going to work or anything, you know. But because of the, uh, the septum project, we've been able to come down as well as our garden and so on and just do like extra, you know, because I say like not everybody can get out. So we've been doing their beds. And we've not been bored, have we? Oh no, not been bored. Not at all. We're hoping to have chickens. So that'll be nice. Mm. Make it a family affair and 
you know, it's, it is for the community, it's for Johnson Fold. I had already got flowers, I was growing flowers from seed, and I got that much. At first, um, I was thinking about doing hanging baskets and, and letting people have those, you know, just to cheer them up, make them feel better. But then I thought, well, not everybody's got a bracket. So then I decided to put them in plant pots and do it that way. And Rebecca took them round, she came, collected them, and she took them round and gave them to people. And they were all, well, they, they had all nice comments. About 14, weren't they, comment? It was nice. And to say, you know, somebody's thinking about them. And, uh, well, it made us feel good as well as them feel good that we'd done something for them.